Hey, welcome back to Bible Line. I'm your host, Pastor Jesse Martinez. Today we're going to be talking about demons, and we're not getting into a completely exhaustive discussion on demons, but somebody sent in a question, and it's kind of advice related, so I figured it would be a good video to talk about. Let's take a look. All right, so the person who writes in says, have you ever seen a demon? What do you think of the Christians that say, oh, this specific person has a demon because of X, Y, or Z? So it's a pretty generic question, and I'll answer it to the best of my ability. Personally, I have not seen a demon, but I do know, based off the scripture, that they do exist. Okay, One of my favorite, there. well really, I'm going to give you two of my favorite demonic accounts. Uh, the first one is the Gadarean man in Mark chapter 5. And you can find that in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. But as a summary, there is a man who was incessantly uh, in torment. He was hurting himself. He could not be bound by what people were trying to bind him with. And he weeped and he wailed. And, and you, you just think of the most horrendous thing a person can go through outside of, you know, separation from God in hell. This guy was going through it, and Jesus comes to Gadaria, and he gets off the boat, and as soon as he gets off the boat, this man who's possessed runs to him and submits himself to him. And he's, and, and these demons, which identify themselves as legion, you, you never see them, but they're many. And they say to, they say to Jesus, is this our time? Is, is it, are we early? Are, are you early, so to speak? What have we to do with you? And a long story short, the demons are cast out into swine. The swine are run off of a mountain and they drown violently in the sea. You never see them. There wasn't like this thing that people saw, but we know those demons are there. And the other one here is in Acts chapter 19 in verses 13 through 17. This one I do think is beneficial to read. Let's take a look at it here. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. Verse 14, And there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jew, and a chief of the priests, which did so. So they did this thing where they were they're exorcists. They're, they're doing power by the devil. And they're using the Lord's name to cast out demons. Okay, We know what Jesus said about that. Beelzebub does not cast out Beelzebub. And uh, these demons... They make a statement here in verse 15. And the evil spirit answered these sons of Sceva and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overcame them, prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. And this, this event was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus and fear fell on them all and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. So still, we don't see the demon here, but we see the result of the demon possession. Does it mean that uh, people don't see demons? I personally think the use of LSD, DMT, things like that, open up things that we're not supposed to see. We know the servant of Elisha was uh, overcome by the revelation of the angelic army around him. We, we, we know all these things are possible. I don't think it's for man to see, but we can definitely see the results of it. So no, I've never seen a demon, but what do we say about people? You know, it's kind of like church talk. Oh, this person has a demon because they did this or they said that. Well, what do we say about that statement? Well, I think we can find something in the scripture here. 
And don't forget, if this is your first time here or maybe you've been here before, make sure to like, comment, and share this video. That helps get our channel out to new people, maybe just like you. Don't forget too to hit the red subscribe button and click that notification bell so every time that we uh, upload a video or a community post, you can get a notification. If you have a Bible question, send it to us. Our email address is questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org. We'll do our best to get you a written response and maybe even a video just like this one. Let's get back to our answer. Okay, so when people say, oh, this specific person has a demon because of X, Y, and Z, we need to quantify that. So we, I, I, I'm going to show you here, based on Ephesians 1.13 and 1 Corinthians 6.19-20, through 20, how a believer cannot be possessed by an evil spirit. Okay, They're bought and paid for by the blood of Christ, and they are sealed until the day of redemption. 1 Corinthians 6.19-20, through 20, let's go there first. What know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and you are not your own? I mean, that's pretty clear. For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Okay? Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13 tells us, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. What's the formula here? You heard the gospel, you believed on the gospel, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. So 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 tells us that we are bought with a price. We're no longer our own. Ephesians 1, 13 says that we are sealed. Okay, so there's no way that we can be like the Gadarean uh, man. There's no way that a believer can be possessed as uh, the people in the Old Testament were possessed. Okay, so we see that. Now, what about the unbeliever? Well, the unbeliever is, is an open vessel. That's why what I was saying about drugs before open up the eyes to things that we should not be seeing. So how can a believer, you know, teach demonic things? If they can't be possessed, can they be oppressed? Absolutely. And this is where we're going to close the video here. But in 1 Timothy chapter 4, we have a pretty interesting statement here. When I see people say, oh, that specific person has a demon because of X, Y, and Z, I think it's just a catch-all for their teaching demonic things. Maybe they do think that somebody has a demon, but we can see here, if, you've trust, if, if you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you are not uh, possessed by a demon. You're possessed by the Holy Spirit. But 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 3 says this, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed, that means yielding ground, to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Okay, so this, these demonic forces, these, these demonic spirits, as Ephesians 6 tells us, spiritual wickedness in high places, they have teachings, doctrines of devils. Verse 2, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and committing to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving to them which believe and know the truth. Okay, so it's quantified here. There's doctrines of devils. Can a believer teach a doctrine of the devil? Yes, absolutely. I think a believer that falls away from their understanding of eternal life and begins to teach a lordship salvation message or maybe a Calvinistic message, that's a pretty dangerous thing. And those are not things that are their teachings from God. So I think that kind of answers the question. But with questions like this, I do want to say that 
we need to piece things together, okay? If we can see where logically a principle is taught in the Bible and we can apply that to our situation, that's not an unwise thing to do. Every single Bible verse has one interpretation. In John 3.16, Jesus spoke to Nicodemus, okay? There's many applications of that. It applies to the world. John 3.16 is for anyone who puts their faith in Jesus Christ. The, the invitation is there. So we have to be careful that we're not violating certain Bible hermeneutics. And that's another series for another day. That actually might be a good series to do. But when it comes to things like this, we can see what the scripture says and then apply it to the way that we see the world around us. I hope that makes sense to you. Rightly divide the word of truth. That's what this channel is all about, trying to give you good uh, answers to your Bible questions. Don't forget to send your Bible questions. Questions at BibleLineMinistries.org. Questions at BibleLineMinistries.org. And we'll do our best to get you an answer, just like this one today. All right, until next time, keep looking up. Jesus Christ is coming soon. If you enjoyed today's episode of Bible Line, make sure to subscribe to the channel and share this video with a friend. Do you have a Bible question? Send us an email, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, and we'll do our best to get you an answer. Or you can leave your question in the comments of this video. Be sure to check the links in the description for more clear Bible teaching. Bible Line is a ministry of Calvary Community Church located in Tampa, Florida.